Welcome to Talos Takes, the quick take podcast where our researchers break down this week's hot topic in cybersecurity for everyone from the C-suite to the front lines. All right. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the latest episode of Talos Takes Work From Home Edition. Uh, today, we are doing something a little bit different. And instead of a specific threat topic, we are going to be talking about snort. Uh, so this is going to kind of go along with our Snort 101 video series that if you want to see, you should check out the Snort resources page, which we've linked to many times on the Snort Twitter account. Um, so today I have Nick Mavis on with me to talk about Snort roles. Thanks for coming on, Nick. Uh, thank you. So before we get started, can you just tell me a little bit about what your your role is uh, within? I know that you don't work for the Snort team directly, but you know how do you work with Snort <laughs> on a daily basis? Uh, yeah, so uh, I'm a senior research engineer for the uh, detection response team underneath Talos in Cisco. And uh, my job primarily is to perform research that leads to the creation of detection content for Snort or ClamAV. And these are the base for our NGFW and AMP endpoint products. So say that someone who's listening to this has never used Snort before uh, and basically has no familiarity with it. What? would be your recommendation for the best place to start for them? Well, as you already mentioned, uh, the Cisco Talos YouTube has a number of videos released on intro to Snort, uh, installing and configuring it, as well as how to write Snort rules. And uh, that's going to be the best place. Um, but if you're just looking to install it, uh, you can grab it on snort.org and compile it yourself, which is going to be the most difficult option. I'd recommend if you know anything about Docker to go on Docker Hub and we have an official Snort 3 release on Docker Hub. And you could also install it from like a Linux repository on Arch Linux or something like that. But I wouldn't recommend something such as Ubuntu since it's going to be outdated. So for, and again, we're, you know, assuming that someone has never really worked with Snort before or doesn't know much about it. Uh, can you kind of give us a general overview of what a Snort rule does exactly and what you're looking for when you're writing one? Uh, yeah, um, so a snort rule is basically the core component of what makes snort actually take action on network traffic. So when traffic passes through your network, snort will evaluate each packet against whatever rules you have enabled in your configuration. And it's going to determine whether or not it should be dropped, uh, generate an alert, or just pass that traffic onto its intended destination. Um, so this allows you to leverage like the core functionality of snort to define what conditions should apply when you want to generate that alert or drop traffic. And that can be anything from matching a string of your choice or something more complex like parsing a file structure. And uh, what is the general path that rule writers will take where, you know, there's a lot of different ways that we start out deciding, okay, we want to write a rule for this. It can be a vulnerability that somebody on our team discovered. It can be a specific malware family that we're going to write about. Uh, so, you know, what are the steps that need to be taken from the point of saying, all right, we're going to write a rule about this to getting to the final finished version of the rule that goes into our releases? Yeah, you kind of nailed, like, the start of it. Um, the Generally, the process is going to start, like, when something bad pops up on our radar. And that could be something as small as, like, a security researcher uh, posting something interesting on Twitter, or we found a new threat internally. And uh, without getting too technical, I mean, the approach to writing a snort rule is first you have to find out what's malicious or anomalous about what you're looking at. And you can do that in a variety of ways. Uh, it could be reverse engineering, uh, binary or executable, uh, utilizing sandboxes, or you could actively exploit something in a virtual environment. 
Um, after you've identified what's actually malicious and you're looking for, the next step, which is also probably the most difficult, is determining how you can leverage that against while distinguishing it from normal or benign traffic. And so we want to detect something bad, but we also don't want to generate false positives and prevent a user from completing his day-to-day -day tasks or like downloading a Microsoft update, for example. You know, that's the kind of things you don't want to ha have happen in a corporate network. Uh, in Talos, we have a large number of telemetry sources. So after we've created that rule based on those two things, determining what's malicious about it and how we can distinguish it from normal traffic, we can use that telemetry to help tell us if it's safe. So we can test it against rural traffic for a week or even a month. That's unusual, but uh, we're going to have a good idea whether or not it's going to be OK to release. And after we finish that, we go through the last final step and we submit it to be reviewed by a senior engineer. And that makes sure we didn't miss anything and we can package up and send it out. So I guess to summarize, uh, the core steps are identify what's malicious, distinguish it from normal traffic, and then verify your research. All right. And uh, lastly, just since you happened to mention uh, Snort3 earlier on Docker, uh, you know, that's something that we've been working on for a while, Snort3, and we're, you know, inching closer to the official release. Can you kind of just give me a quick overview of what some of the benefits of using Snort3 are? Yeah, um, so Snort3 is basically a complete rewrite of Snort2. And uh, Snort2, as great as it is, um, we needed things like uh, threading. Um, Snort2 is single core, uh, single, uh, single thread. And Snort3 allows us to utilize shared memory and threads to perform inspection faster. And uh, it gives us a whole new engine to use for detection. Uh, so that allows us to get, provide more accurate detection and do it faster. All right. Well, thank you very much for uh, coming on, Nick. I appreciate it. And hopefully we can have you on again in the future to talk about something else related to Snort. Anytime. Thank you for having me. All right. Thanks, everyone, for listening to this episode of Talos Takes. Please join us in the next episode where we talk about something else that's top of mind for us.